drive. What the fuck is up, duelists? Welcome to Pod of Greed, the world's number one and only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast. We are, as always, sponsored by Kaiba Corp, and I am your host, Argyle, and I've got those wheels with appeal. Uh, I'm Dan, and a.k.a. Uh, the Peruvian uh, Yusei Fudo. <laughs> and I'm Max, a.k.a. Full Middle Malchemist. Yeah! Yeah. Uh, we got Hell some, of an uh, episode! What happened? Episodes. What happened? This, this week we'll get to what happened um mostly the second one is just like off the fucking rails mostly uh, this i we're the getting the last five minutes the, the last five episode. minutes of the second episode the hierarchy of power in the Yu-Gi-Oh universe has shifted uh, mm-hmm. I, i'm just gonna tell you i distinctly remember the single most wild moment in 5ds and while this is wild it's not as wild as the single most wild moment in 5Ds. Yeah, okay, Thank wonderful. We'll, we'll get to that. Uh-huh. We'll get to that we'll get to in due time. Mm-hmm. But for now, let's just marvel in, in what we, we've got ahead of a, uh, to talk about this week. Yeah. Uh, with episodes 20 and 21 of Yu-Gi-Oh! 5Ds. Do we, do we want to just get into it? Let's just yeah. jump in. We got, some, oh, we, we got go. a pretty fun duel, I'd say. We Yeah, we do. Uh, but, you know, we've got a good amount of uh, just... A dialogue and character work beforehand so we're starting off with uh Yu-Gi-Oh! 5D's episode 20 second round showdown part one this is uncompromisable feelings my mission is with my hometown oh that's pretty good i like that that's one pretty good yeah yeah it's 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 very it's interesting hearing him say the term hometown when I, like it, it seems like they just kind of googled like inca village yeah and went uh-huh. from there. Less of a hometown, but hey, as established, I don't think they do a whole lot of like cultural research on this year program. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I, I don't think they do either. Mm. Um, the, the episode starts, it's just Leo and Luna, they're kind of sulking after they've been double eliminated. Leo's like, hey, what the fuck happened? How did you, I can't believe you lost. Uh, and Luna is like, well, I guess he also passed out whenever the professor put me under, yeah, so... He- um, he doesn't. He didn't really get to see what happened. Yeah, he's like he, he's in tears too. I don't know why he's in tears. I guess he's just like really frustrated that uh that Luca didn't win. She didn't lose either. She forced a draw, but he's still like yeah crying about it. Uh, they um. will not be moving on to the next round. Uh, yeah, what what a fucking wash of like oh here's a special surprise duel. Oh, no one won that one, huh? Uh oh, yeah. Doesn't matter. So They're fucking they, they 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 bring some fucking rando for Aki to face next episode. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. It's just gonna be, it's just gonna be some guy off from the stands, uh, randomly selected. Uh, mm-hmm. It's Maximilian Pegasus. Uh, so you uh, say he's gonna gonna bring the kids home. He's gonna babysit. They're gonna have an all night dueling sleepover. Um, Aww. And they, they do announce what's going to happen in the next round tomorrow. Uh, you say we'll be dueling Greiger. Yeah. A.K.A. Bomber. Who, A.K.A. Again, Bomber. has the most just fucked up proportions of any human on this show. He sure is. Damn, like boy. That. He thick. He, he's, like, not even thick. He's just, like, they, they made him too big. He's, like, a punch-out character. He's, like, super he's like macho a, man. 
He's like uh, a fucking pillar man. Yeah, he's a pillar man. Yeah, actually, he dresses and looks like a, a pillar man. Aye, like aye, in aye, proportion. Aye. Um, and the room, it's going to be a turbo duel. And the rumor is that Gregor has an un- unbeatable new dual runner. Now, what the fuck that means? Because the yeah. dual runners don't do anything in terms of yeah, gameplay. Yeah. Um, this, 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 this episode raises so many questions over, like, what really constitutes a uh like a speed duel because this could be me being ignorant i think they mentioned at the beginning of the duel later on that like only speed spell cards can be played instead of like regular spell cards i don't think i knew that i think i thought it was just like you could play spell cards and speed spell cards no well, it has to guess... be speed spell cards but they cost speed they don't cost speed counters but you have to have a certain amount of speed you have counters to have a certain amount yeah. play them. And, and they finally explain how you lose speed counters. It feels like they're kind of flying by the seat of their pants. Like, this well, is not information yeah, that we should I, get in You just 20. lose them by getting hit, right? It's not even by, like, slowing down or speeding no, well, yeah, up. But, but just... like, they specifically explain every thousand life points you lose, you lose one speed token. It's okay, like, wow, yeah. that would have been nice to know 19 episodes ago. Yeah, it has nothing to do with how fast you're driving. Yeah. It's, it literally just, like... Be- <laughs> Because they have to transfer these rules onto, like, actual card games that people can play, presumably. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and somehow Bomber's fucking Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Ballsat Spike, like, has something that makes it better at dueling somehow. Who knows? And we don't know Special what that surprise. looks like, but Leo... Uh, reckons that he could sneak into Gregor's garage and get some uh-huh. special intel that will help you say somehow. Again, the Duel Runner doesn't change, like, how the card game plays. At all. It doesn't. It doesn't change anything. And also, again, this is so early in the show and so relatively low stakes that I, I gotta be honest, uh, Lua, you're fucking falling in my MySpace Five D's top eight for like trying to cheat like twenty episodes into the show. Come on now. <laughs> uh, that's, not, that's not the cool kind of cheating we do in Yu Gi Oh. That's just random mm-hmm. espionage. Uh huh. It's pretty uh, cool. He, he just wants to find out. He, he wants to see the cool bike. Uh, but that's a better uh, reason, honestly. Yes. Meanwhile, over in the satellite, uh, boat pulls in, uh, and uh, three people get off, uh, and one of them is a guy with a cool hat and vest. It's Blister. Uh, the it's captain, Blister as Sanga. the captain, the captain of the boat, as they're pulling into the dock, says, "I don't know why you wanted to sneak back into this trash town, but we're here. now. Get your shit and get off my boat." Um, get his ass. So Blister, yeah, he's finally in the satellite. He hitches a ride with some old friends of his to the market so that he can obviously go check on Yusei's uh, friends. Wait, uh, do they just call it the market? Yeah, they say, hey, we're going to the market so you can get uh, encryptors, decryptors, and recryptors there. Come on, anybody. And then he, Blister's like, hey, what's up? You got room this for This is one of the more? stupider changes but it's just it's the black market and the sub i don't know why this guy mm. is openly advertising the black market a thing that famously everyone is supposed to publicly know about uh-huh you do get the the sense that it is a little shady because he's talking about selling encryptors and decryptors and shit but whatever uh-huh. but he doesn't say black market he just says market yeah it's it, again very weird that this guy's like all right everyone hop in the black market van we're gonna go to the flea market uh where they're selling <laughs> Uh, bootleg cards that say stuff like like Junta summons. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mentioned I on here, but 
I've mentioned on here the time I got bootleg cards from a flea market as a child, right? I, I believe so. That fucking kicks ass. Uh-huh. Almost certainly. We've been doing the show for too long for you to not have mentioned it yeah. at some point. Hop in, Saiga. We're going to Antiques Roadshow. I hear they have the blue eyes that Kaiba fucking blocked the hammer Ripped of a gun t- with. Oh, we've, hell yeah. We've, we've got the two halves of the one he tore in half and uh-huh. awkwardly taped together. It's not card <laughs> legal, but uh, it is neat. Piece of it's, history. it's a piece of dueling history, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, we 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 got the like soggy bits of paper that fucking uh, <laughs> yeah. Weevil Underwood threw into the ocean. We got a waterlogged we, uh, left temple of Exodia. <laughs> uh huh. Um. Meanwhile, Clown Baby gives Griger a, a secret card that should help him against Yusei. We'll find out what that's all about later. But it's a picture of a, a like a little girl on a tricycle with like spiked wheels. Should be cool. That's a great image. That I can't. I'm looking at the image. I think it's it's kind of hard to tell, but it is a very amusing concept. Mm-hmm. It's like I, again, this raises the question of. Is this a card that only works with Gregor's cool or uh, Bomber's cool bike that has the fucking nasty spikes on it? Like, I what what I'm comes? Assume it would work with any with any bike, right? I mean, I, I guess it would work, but like they're also installed on Bomber's yeah. bike. Just I guess coincidentally. It's, well, no, they they appear excuse. they appear on the bike. Whatever. Like they don't seem to pop out; they like kind of phase in with the the but holographic again. Light. They're very real spikes. <laughs> they are real spikes. Here's what I think. Here's, I think the spikes are real, yeah. but it's the Yu-Gi-Oh. card is a convenient excuse to bring out the spikes over the. So it just looks. You like can't a pop out your real spikes for no fucking reason. That's bad etiquette. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe every dual runner is equipped with spikes, and the only way you can use them is to play the card. There. Right. It, it, that's your license for mm-hmm. it. I'm just saying he, he isn't supposed to have the spikes, but the card makes it look like he looks like it's just part of the game. Uh-huh. I Regardless. think he is supposed to have the spikes. Anyways, Gregor's task in the next duel is to get Yusei's mark to manifest, because he is actually a, a loyal follower of Iliaster. Uh, why has he got bolts in his head, by the way? What bomber? Yeah, he's just got like four bolt, like nuts and bolts, oh my, like on the top I, of his I just head. Noticed, huh? Weird. What the fuck? Hold on. Did you know? Yeah, I'm looking not, at them right live now. Live investigating. He does have. He just has like six bolts in there. I'm just gonna. Oh my god! What the fuck? Yeah, hold on. What? What's the deal? This is just what people look like in the future. God damn. Maybe they're just, maybe they're just yeah glued on there. Maybe. He's got like hair in them, you know. I, I don't know. It's just you know, a fa- it's a, quite the fashion statement. But I, I don't maybe, know. Maybe, his bike is so big and fucked up that he's losing parts all the time. So he just has like a shit ton of car parts <laughs> tucked up in stuck there. in his hair. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, just in case um, he needs them. We we get a little bit of exposition where Godwin promises that Kaiba Corporation will rebuild his village. I if he's like can't successful in fucking this believe it. I saw you post that screenshot. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. They don't mention Kaiba Corp. At any point in the dub, they don't fucking. Oh, say fuck it. off! Come on! I can't believe it. They love to mention Kaiba Corp in the dub. They talk. They, they said that the the fucking Kaiba Dome is where they're doing all this shit. Like he's come like on. the most important boy. He's the most important boy, and they love to talk about him in the dub. Um, That's so fucked up. Yeah, Goodwin. If if Greiger fulfills his end of the deal, he doesn't have to win. He just have to has to get Yusei to show his mark. 
uh, Goodwin will deliver food and supplies to Gregor's demolished village. Uh, why it was demolished? Who knows? Who could yeah. say? Who who could possibly say? Probably not like a fucking dragon related. <laughs> Surely a dragon related incident didn't occur at the village. Uh-huh. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, he walks out into the hall and he passes Jack Atlas. And as soon as Jack like gets like in front of him, Jack just goes, "Nice outfit." Like, not not to be like, "Hey, the fucking pillar." Yeah, look, not not to be like, "Hey, you can't compliment another man." That's uh-huh. that's gay shit. But 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 this dude, we, we this know about Jack. We know about he, Jack. You better yeah, not he, lose. You better not win against you. Say he. This is the exact I'm tone of voice he uses whenever he's flirting. Okay, <laughs> being a rude prick. Well, it's like yeah, he he's a lot ruder in the sub. They both are like uh, mean to each other. Bombers like you're in my way, and Jack says your very existence is in my way. You say <laughs> he's gonna win no matter what. You can't beat him. And then uh-huh. Bomber just says, "Jack, you're a pitiful king." And Jack, you know, tries to punch him in Bomber and just, like, holds his hand up and blocks him. Oh, yeah, we don't get that, of course. He says some cryptic shit like, you haven't found your mission yet, king. And he he walks off dramatically. (laughs) Great. Uh, Cool. And and, and later that night, we see Lua, or Luca. Luca? No, Lua. Fuck. The boy. Leo. Leo. He's sneaking around. He's in the garages. He he finds uh, Bomber's garage and, and hops up into the window there. And, like, he tumbles down and he turns his flashlight on. And he sees what looks like a metal cow skull. There's a big flaming and halo skull there to greet him. Yeah, dude, dude, the fl- it never ends with this fucking show. Uh huh. And he gets so he gets so scared he passes out. He passes out and sets off all sounds. the seventy alarms that Gregor has <laughs> yeah. in, in here. Meanwhile, we get the one of the funniest fucking cutaways of Yusei and Luca <laughs> having in, dinner. In, in their penthouse, they're having like the f- they're having fucking monopoly fancy boy dinner. Yeah, and at one point some, they've got like steak, meatloaf, brown potatoes, lettuce, eggs. Yeah. Like, there's so much shit on the table. They're eating like kings, and Luca pulls off the like the the you know metal dome of one of them, and it's like, ah, Lua's missing his favorite food, hamburgers, and th- those are not what? hamburgers under that what? dome. <laughs> Eat we your don't, hamburgers. They don't. Luna. They don't say anything about hamburgers in the dub. They just say, "Oh, Leo's missing dinner. He loves. He loves eating food almost as much as he loves dueling. Maybe even more." It's it's so I fucking mean, funny to me same. that they they made it not be hamburgers because a that's a very four kids fucking line. B uh-huh. it, they didn't draw hamburgers and like as I'm watching the episode, I read the subtitles a split second before I hear it said. Yeah. So I hear, I see that Luca's gonna say hamburgers, and I'm thinking, oh, I wonder what she's actually gonna say. And then she says hamburger. Hamburger. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck? Ah, oh, you are motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then like, we, we, yeah. This luxurious spread, and he's having the hamburger. Uh, <laughs> we, we, we cut immediately away from that to Bomber walking to his garage with a comedy sized wrench in his hand, ready to like yeah. play Bioshock 4. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's got like eight sides too. What kind of nuts are you like? What? Yeah. What kind of bolts do they have in this planet? Kaiba like, Court patented octonuts. This is not how. Whatever. Anyways, he, just, he finds Leo just kneeping in the garage. He's just yeah. Like, he's he's honk. He's in his honk mm-hmm. shoe era. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, Blister and, and, is following his like quest marker on his mini map to <laughs> yeah. where the gang is. Uh, down into the subway. 
He yeah. finds it just abandoned and wrecked. Uh-huh. Uh, I and think he, co- he finally, as he kind of like calls out to you, say his friends who aren't there, of course. I think we finally hear, at least in the sub, at least for me, the first time we've heard all of you say his friends' name be spoken aloud. Mm. And what was the, what was the one funny one in the dub that I love so much? Uh, let's see. The, well, there I don't was. Remember uh, their names? There's Rally. Rally, There's, yeah, Rally's the same. Rally's cool. We lo- we love Rally. What are the other two? I'm gonna Google Yu-Gi-Oh Rally and hope it doesn't say like Yu-Gi-Oh Rally Death. Let's see. Uh, Blitz Tank and Nervin, my friends. Nervin. Right. I knew it was something you, like that. You it called was, them like, like Rash, Pimple, and Zits. Yeah. After the Battle Toads. Uh, mm-hmm. But but they're they're. What I finally fucking realized that's so funny to me. Is the names are almost exactly the same, but in a very silly way. So okay, it's, instead of Blitz Tank and Nervin, it's Blitz Taka and Nerve. Okay, uh-huh. so he's not Nervin; he's just Nerve. Hey, I'm Nervin here. <laughs> it's the gerund of Nerve, um, mm-hmm. but they're all gone, and no one knows where the fuck they are. Yeah, uh... he calls you say, <laughs> yeah. and he tells him like, "Hey, the place is trash," and you say's like, "Oh, the place is trash." They're okay though, right? Yeah. No, <laughs> they're good. not here. Right. What the fuck are you talking about? Pretty good. Um, but he says, interestingly enough, he's like, "There's no indication that public security took them," which is odd because, look, we knew that the public like, security was tracking them. So yeah. they're gone, but not by like the main bad guy's hands. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just a mystery. As for if later. on cue, uh, we see Bomber walk out of the alley holding Lua, and again, Lua's like. <laughs> fucking pert like slung over his shoulder like a fucking bag of flour he's so small compared to bomber mm-hmm. hey, i found your little boy <laughs> hey why is why, why was your boy in my garage uh-huh uh, uh is really nice actually yeah, yeah they they both they each tuck one of the kids into bed it's very mm-hmm. sweet and then they like stand dramatically by the pool yeah and like macho whisper at each other like i'm gonna be you in the duel tomorrow my life is staked on this. And, yeah. uh, but no, we, we get some backstory on Greiger. Um, he is descended from the servants of the stars. And it's apparently there's like a, a myth that his village uh, that his family lives in holds some sort of ancient power. It's well, yeah, it, it, it's I think um he doesn't mention the ancient power or anything. He's just like, our, our people are, you know, the Inca descendants of the people who worship the Crimson Dragon. And uh-huh. he, he's like, he, he, you know, he talks about Godwin and he doesn't necessarily seem to believe in Godwin, but like he does believe that Godwin will keep his promise and help him if he does this. Because some, something bad happened to his village and we don't quite know what yet, but it's not great, it seems. Yeah, it's it doesn't set up some interesting stakes. Uh, it reminds me of like... Uh... Like past tournament arcs in the series, where like uh, both both people going up against each other are good people with with like big things on the line, uh, and this just feels like a new iteration of that, and honestly, implemented a bit better than some of the past versions. Um, yeah, I I, re- I really like Greiger. Uh, I, th- I think his motivation and where his story goes in these couple episodes is really interesting, and I'm. Uh, yeah. I hope he gets more play, you know, as the yeah. show, show goes on. Um, but who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I, I like that he's like, yeah, I kind of know that Goodwin's using me, but I kind of just have to. Like, I 
I, I don't really care. I just need to do this. Um, it, it's time for the duel. And you, know, you say, you say he goes out on his duel runner. We've seen it before. You know, you love it. Um, Grigers is so fucking big. It, it's like scraping against the sides of the tunnel. It shoots out and it's sick as fuck. <laughs> if this thing kicks fucking ass, uh-huh. it's, it's uh, the coolest motorcycle you've ever seen. The announcer calls it a, a whopper fucking... of a chopper. <laughs> that's that's so good. It's mm. like you took a fucking like low riding Harley and put it in the medieval torch rack to stretch it out so much. <laughs> and like it has double wheels on either side and a fire, yeah. like a gigantic two foot tall chrome cow skull up front. It's yeah, the it, world's coolest tricycle. It's got it's jet so boosters on the back. Goddamn cool. It's got five wheels, actually, because it's got yeah. two on each side the, of the back. The one, uh, yeah. This thing uh-huh. fucks. It's like, sorry, you say you lose on fashion alone. Uh huh. Wait, and sex- then y- y- you oh say my God, it's a sexical. Oh wait, wait is it five or six it's, wheels? It's five. Oh, it's a, so it's okay. a twins. Or it's a pen. It's a pen. Pentacycle. Uh, you you say sees bombers big fucker and says. Just because a deal wheel is bigger doesn't mean it's better. Uh, yeah, he says basically the same thing in the dub. <laughs> yeah, great. Uh, they set speed wheel in the writing. Hmm. I'm glad they didn't change that that line. Yeah, it's you know you gotta. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a little phallic, they, but they begin the duel. Uh, Bomber goes first. He plays Magic Reactor R E, and I paid attention this time, and I and I learned that like you know how it's the S K Y Wi Fi R E. Yeah, uh, it's in in Japanese. The card is air raid, and I realize they also do the same thing of AI double R AID. Ah, um, but yeah, again, the whole time people like as they're doing, people are like, "Oh, bombers, big D wheel is giving you say a hard time." Is it just because it's taking up more space and it's harder for him to maneuver around it? It's very unclear how you say is not doing that, it because of bombers, big fucker. That seems to be it. Yeah, I don't know, like. The, at one point, they cut to the audience, and they're like, well, how's he supposed to focus with 3,000 decibels of motorcycle right in his ear? And it's like, I don't know. He ride, he already rides a motorcycle in the duels. Like 3,000 decibels? I think that's like... That would kill you. I feel like uh, 3,000 decibels would like blow your brain apart. Yeah, Jesus. I, I feel like that would just like atomize you. I, I don't know, but... um, You know, they're exaggerating a little bit. Uh, he, he yeah, Grigor uh, uh, fucking summons f- Flying Fortress Skyfire on his second turn. So it seems like you say this is a thing bad, kicks kind of a bad fucking way. ass. Oh, it's so fucking cool. I love this thing. This thing is yeah. so fucking it's like, like any a, kind of combiner. I really love. Yeah, it's like a it's a B fifty two bomber with like you know it's it's like a mech. Uh, and yeah. its special thing is like yeah. anytime he plays any face down cards or summons a monster, he can just destroy it once a turn. Uh, and also yeah, it does 800 points very, of damage nice. to you, say. So pretty cool. Pretty great monster, it seems. Um, yeah. Incredibly powerful. That's kind of where this, the episode ends. Yeah, that's basically the, the whole episode. Do we want to talk about video games this week? Hell Five yeah, Gs. Cell towers, gamers. 
Oh no, I'm getting COVID. Uh, oh fuck. Let's go first. Uh, you go first, Argyle. I go first? Alright. Uh, so I have of course been playing Final Fantasy XIV. I've finally gotten my stupid ass to Endwalker. Uh, I haven't been playing, yeah. been able to play as much as I would like because um, it's uh, my internet connection's not been so hot the last couple days. But I'm I'm having a lot of fun. the The story is just kind of it's still just setting up, you know, like what's happening in the various zones that you go to. Uh, and like the the plot intrigue and the mysteries, so but the, there's there's already a lot to to chew on, and I'm excited to I'm really really excited to to do it. Uh, I'm hoping to get it done within the next like month or so, but because I want to yeah. raid when the next tier comes out. But uh, yeah, it, until then, um, uh, the jobs that I'm playing are Sage and Ninja. Sage uses uh things called noliths they're bits from gundam they shoot laser beams and they fly around and put shields on people they're pretty cool sage is a lot of fun it's got a lot of tools from a very early level and it's it's it kind of shows that it was uh made for endwalker like at level 90 basically because it it doesn't feel like something that has been modified a lot over time right it kind of feels like it, it is uh, made with this level like 1 to 90 progression in mind it's very cool um, and then Ninja which uh, as you might expect uh, centers around doing like Naruto hand signs to cast special spells and shit which uh, pretty cool are a little yeah. intimidating at first but it, it's not too bad actually even though there's like 8 of them you can do so, so that that's I'm having a lot of fun with that one as well. That one's a little more complicated just because, I mean, it's a DPS and they just get more and more complicated as time goes on. Healers are a little more easy to wrangle at higher levels, but uh, DPS can can be a little overwhelming with how many buttons they have to push. But yeah, that's me. I'm trying to upload my glams right now and I'm having a little bit of trouble. So Right. Uh, while you're doing that, uh, I've also been playing Endwalker. Uh, a lot of fun. Uh, it. I, I'm playing as a paladin, uh, which is uh, the one on the uh, basically the box the uh, box art uh, uh, class. Because like in every trailer, uh, the main guy, the warrior of light, meteor, Final Fantasy is like one specific class, or like it focuses on a specific class. Uh, and, uh, and for Endwalker, it's Paladin, because, I don't know, you're saving the world for, uh, you're bringing, like, the, this big story to, to a close. It's Final Fantasy uh, IV. In Shadowbringers, he's a Dark Knight, and Final, and Endwalker, he's a Paladin. You get it? Right. Yeah. He's oh, just like yeah. my friend Cecil Harvey. Just, like, just Cecil like Cecil Harvey. Anyways, just here's like my Steve Harvey. There they are. Hell uh, yeah. Ooh, I'm liking, I'm really fucking liking that teal. Yeah, yes. That's, that's, um, Ooh, that is that is a choice fit. Thank you. Great stuff. I'm a little further ahead than Argyle. I've been trying to stay ahead of the game, uh, uh, and you know, it's I, I've been going through some. Last night I went through some real heavy plot stuff that I cannot discuss on this podcast because Argyle's here. 
but it's and you shouldn't do it even if i'm not here yeah because you're probably gonna listen to the episodes no or someone else no because somebody else will listen to the episodes somebody's not me yes i i was saying that someone someone else who's listening to the episodes might want to go through uh endwalker i will say it's some fucking kino in cutscene form uh uh, I don't have much else to say other than that. Uh, so, Max, why don't you regale us with your gaming escapades? Yeah, let's see. I haven't done a whole lot, because, you know, I did get married recently, and there was a whole lot of time that I had to spend doing things that weren't playing video games, regrettably. Damn. Uh, uh, now that that's over and I'm allowed to have fun again, um, what, what, the, the main thing I've been playing is a little game called Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Ah, uh, yeah. You're, you're revving cool. up for Tears been, of the Kingdom. Yeah, oh, I'm getting ready for Mr. Aonuma's cool Sky game. Uh, it looks fucking uh, sick as hell. I, need I love it. Link's nasty hands. Mm. He got the shining finger. Uh, so I've no, been playing Age of later. Calamity. You we know, can't talk about of... that right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's cool. It's again. It's it's Muso, but it's modern Muso where they do a really good job melding the mechanics of classic Muso games with whatever genre they're mixing with. Where the fuck is Gundam Warriors Four? Please and thank you. <laughs> um, the game is really cool. I still. It's really hard to beat out Urbosa and Impa as the best characters in the game because Urbosa just gets to like blast lightning everywhere, and Impa you can fight with six extra shadow clones so you're just oh, fuck, hitting yeah, basically everything on the screen yeah impa's so fucking cool in that game you can um one of the dlc classes is pura and robbie too before they were like old as hell too well pura's like a baby but she's also old hard to say um game's cool it's it's a very interesting story it's kind of like it starts canonical but sort of ends in like a very interesting what if scenario okay. which i like um there's like spoilers for the game that obviously don't connect to actual Breath of the Wild, but like there's spoilers within the game. So, you know, there's pretty cool moments there. Mm-hmm. Um, the the main thing I like about the game is that they do a really good job of making it grindy like a Musa game, but not in the classical way of just basically keep on playing full entire battle maps. Yeah. Like you get a pretty small portion of every map for a lot of, a lot of these challenges. And there'll be things of like, you know, you, excuse me. You do the uh, the Lost Woods map for when you get the Master Sword the first time. But whenever you do kind of all the extra missions around the Lost Woods, it's like one small portion. It's like, gather fruit for Zelda or like escort okay. the Korok through. Okay. Yeah, little things like that. Oh, yeah, Hestu is a playable character in that game. And it's very, oh, very my cool. God. His, oh, his weapons are maracas, of course. And of course. his special ability is to kind of just summon a horde of Koroks to... Sort of, it's like almost like Kangaskhan parental bond. It like en- enhances his special ability is to uh, increase the inventory size of all the enemies, and it's not clear how that benefits him actually. <laughs> yeah, but goddamn, does he throw a lot of nut boy poop at him? Mm. Um, oh, wonderful! It's cool. It's cool. It's fun. Uh, it's it's performs like dog shit, uh, but the uh, game yeah. is still fun despite that. So I guess that's a endorsement for some people. Um, uh, how how do you compare it to Hyrule Warriors, the first one? Better? Worse? I think this one is better. Uh, okay. It feels a lot even, more even focused. Again, okay. I, I, I played through all of the first Hyrule Warriors. I, I do think I like the variety of the first Hyrule Warriors characters more. Because, uh-huh. you know, you were pulling from different Zelda games, so it felt yeah. really weird and wacky and different. Um, 
but Age of Calamity is just so much more refined and a much like uh-huh. friendlier experience okay. than playing regular Hyrule Warriors. So I I would recommend not bothering with the first one if you do want to get into okay. Hyrule Warriors. Just play the Age of Calamity instead of the, the base one because it's you're not going to miss out on a whole lot if you just skip to the better one. I M O. And that's gaming. But before we finish gaming, I think it might yeah. be a good time to thank our ten dollar patrons because. You they give us the most us money in the world, you. and they love us. And their names—that's true. Argyle, are, who are they? Their names are Solid Snack, Danielle Kalaskis, Hey, it's Ken, Jazz Dumpster, Keither Teradine, Nero Wyvern, Pagliacci Proto J, Sabrina Steele, Sarvis, Eruviru, and Draven. Thank you so much for giving us your ten dollars a month. May you have swag everlasting. Amen. Yes. Amen. Amen, brother. That that takes us to episode 21 of Yu-Gi-Oh! 5D's Vengeful Bomber, Trap of Sorrow, Chariot Pile. Second round showdown. Part two. Part two. Two. Uh, it, it's more of the same. It's like the, how the, their episode ends, but we see Godwin look a lot more evil this time. Oh my god. Well, again, he what summon- could it mean? Yeah. Anyway, we fucking... He's, you say fucking summon Speed Warrior, and because of Skyfire's special ability that kills it immediately... Uh, the way that this is illustrated is Speed it's Warrior horrific. gets fucking shredded in the propellers uh-huh. on Skyfire. It's fucked up. Uh-huh. It's so I'm so surprised oh Fork gets kept that in. It's it upset me a little bit. I mean, he turns to light like as soon as he hits the propeller, but it's still like pretty visceral as far as yeah. Okay, go. I mean, he doesn't turn to light for us. Like he kind of gets like not like shredded apart in pieces, but looks like mm. you like almost tore paper, uh, and like very quickly disintegrates. But again. He very much does get thrown into a propeller and yeah, torn up. No, like that's, he, he, uh-uh. he gets yeah. It's Went like out that. like that guy from Indiana Jones. I was just gonna say that the guy from he got Raiders he got hit with the fucking syndrome. Mm. Oh uh, god, th- no capes. This is when um Speed he doesn't when we wear a cape. Both. He doesn't even have a scarf. No, no scarves. Well, he, uh, this is when we learned that if you lose a thousand life points, you lose a speed counter. They finally uh-huh. deigned to tell us this. I don't know if they said um, that in the dub, so I was still a little confused. Cool. <laughs> Fuck the rules. It don't matter. <laughs> uh, but the, we get a very you say funny does lose bit. a couple here. <laughs> yeah. How you yeah, find Yeah, because you say he like realizes that no matter what, the first card he plays is going to get destroyed. So he plays yeah. a monster card and sets some trap and spell cards. And Himuro is like, oh, I know exactly what strategy he's doing. He, like, the monster know, he plays is Shield Warrior, which we're dangerously close to seeing that man's cock. Like, his uh-huh. pants are really low. Lose and, the shorts. Um, yeah, oh, he's like, his, his veins are twice as thick and twice as long as they need to be. Oh, my God. Yeah, he's, hor- he's horrible to look at. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, they... He sets he sets down Shield Warrior, which gets destroyed by the effect. But he also sets down a face down, um, mm-hmm. and that that is when Bolt Tanner's like, yeah, that's his strategy. Is that he the Shield Warrior was like a distraction to set the effect off, so that he could then safely set down a a spell card or, or a trap card or something. Uh, and he says the line uh, to Dexter, "I'll bet you a corn dog that card's a game changer, like Mirror uh-huh. Force." Corn dogs, get your corn dogs here. They got fucking people, you know, barkers mm-hmm. going up and down the stands. Uh-huh. Uh, I bet you a it, corn it is, dog. It's very funny that like Himros has all this, and then when it's proven that he's wrong, Himros like, well, I feel embarrassed now. <laughs> when that happens, Leo, Leo says, "Where's Dex's corn dog, Tanner?" <laughs> Pretty good. 
You're a nice corn dog. The boy deserves it. I just got out of prison. I don't have any money. I can't buy a corn dog, kid. Get him his damn dogs. You're the one from the the new Neo Domino City. Surely you're rich. You can afford the corn dog yourself. (laughs) We we see a new a new Yusei card here. Um, Fortress Warrior. This guy's cool. He's like a little stone ogre or like golem holding a. He's called Massive Warrior in the dub. He seems kind of small. He's, I mean, if he's scaled down a little bit, but if he's holding a helipad, presumably he would have to be pretty big. Yeah. Maybe it's an RC actuality. Helipad. So this is, this is just like, it, uh, I, yeah, it's an RC helipad. He's um, got like four legs, but really the fucking using a helipad as a shield slash weapon is such a good uh, visual really, thing. It, yeah, it's a really cool monster. I like Massive Warrior a lot. He's my friend. Uh, he already dies immediately. Yeah, he dies immediately, and Yusei's already down to 300 life points, so you know he's going to win. Ex- yeah, exactly. This time um, they show it by having him like use the helipad to block the missiles. Uh, yes! And then one just like goes by him and swings back around because it's homing in on him. And blows him up from his week's point. Mm-hmm. It's great. It's very funny. Um, at, at, at some point, like, Yusei brings it back at zero attack, and he plays um, Last Shot, I think it's called. It's, like, it's the card that Rally gave him. Turbo Booster. Um, yeah, and, and we know how it works. Basically, it's like a free fuck you, get your card destroyed yeah. card whenever he plays it. Uh, and we see a, a beautiful painted frame of Air Raid like crashing to the track and just this yeah. gigantic explosion. Because when, when he fires Massive Warrior, it, it goes through Skyfire. Like, we see it like punch a hole yeah. through, the, through its fucking fuselage area. It's pretty cool. Um, and this is when Gregor uses that... that trap card it's called tra- uh what the fuck is it called it's called chariot Char- pile chariot pile is what it's called it just it gives his his uh dual runner kneecappers it's got spikes now he's got kneecappers. yeah it, it uh and and as he plays this we get a fucked up flashback uh-huh mm-hmm. Of him just like sobbing at his computer, learning that his village is a crater and his siblings are dead. Well, Jesus. This, is a, this is a Goodwin's computer. <laughs> He's broken into yeah. Goodwin's office and hacked his computer, and he has opened uh, CrimsonDragon.png, and he's just looking at it, and he's like, this confirms everything. I knew it. A Goodwin was responsible for the destruction of my village, and he's weeping in the office. Uh, it's fucked up. I, I think yeah. It's, yeah. Like he he I I don't unless I looked away I don't think he opens crimsondragon.png like I think he's like he he's like calling someone like he's talking with someone who says yeah they're all dead dude like I oh it's not entirely it, clear when when it cuts to the flashback somebody is talking to him on the computer and they say Mr Goodwin the next duel's coming up you want to come see it right and he says cut off this transmission cut it off right now because he's it's like oh he's on Goodwin's computer. <laughs> Right now, yeah, um, okay. I don't. Yeah, I don't think that was a. And then it, it, there's, yeah, like, he there's like there's like there's just a file on the screen that is just Uh-oh. like the the Uh-oh. Crimson Dragon logo. Um, more dueling happens. The whole thing with Chariot Pile is that you say would take 800 life points of damage per turn unless he tributes a monster each yeah. turn. He gets his Junk Warrior out. Um, he like tries to directly attack Bomber, but Bomber can pay 800 of his own life points to have Chariot Pile destroy it. Yeah, and um. 
eventually Bomber uh, plays this thing, Bomber Salvo, which is like a little Bullet Bill looking guy. Ziggy Boogie Doug. He plays this fucking uh, bomb guy. Uh-huh. I, I forget what it's actually called. And tunes it with Trap Reactor Wi-Fi. To, yeah. This, to make. this fucking guy is the coolest I've ever seen I, in my life. I really love this guy. His name is Dark Strike Fighter. Uh, or Dark Dive Bomber for the, oh, okay. for the sub. Okay. He's cool. This, this guy is fucking cool. He's a he's, Transformer again. He's really sick. Uh, and he cool. fires a million missiles out of his chest. He does uh, a fucking Otani circus at Yusei. <laughs> and like this is at this point in my notes, I, I write that the show, it feels like it's going through an, an almost JoJo style, style like stand progression of like changing art styles where, you mm-hmm. know, Yu-Gi-Oh! Dual Monsters, everything was just a fucking, like, a creature or a beast, perhaps. Um, GX, it was all kind of like, you know, dudes. And in 5Ds, they're all just kind of like really fucking wild robots. I know there's dragons too, but like the vast majority of the cards just seem to be cool robots. Yeah. So I can't wait till Zexel, sorry, Zayal, when someone has like a Lego set. Uh huh. Oh, that would be cool. You, you uh, bury it in the yard. <laughs> you say he sacrifices Speed Warrior to stop from getting the damage from Chariot Pile, and Speed Warrior mm-hmm. like wraps himself around the spikes. On he the like wheel. he like throws himself onto the spike. It's fucked up. Yeah, it's so mad. It's, it's fucked up. Oh my god. Um, and uh, Griger's about to do something. He summons like a level ten token using a, a spell card and dark strike fighter has a special ability where it can do if you sacrifice a monster it can do 200 times the level of the monster this is a level 10 token you can do 2000 damage with this ability it doesn't make sense i don't know how he did this what do you mean it's just like it's i don't know why card. it was level 10 well it's a level 10 just because like it's it's otherwise useless. I think it has, probably has like zero attack, zero defense. But uh, it's okay. like it's level ten because you can use that for other useful effects. You know? Yeah, synergy. Okay, like this one, the one that does damage based on the level of the sacrifice monster. Um, you say plays tuning supporter. He's a cute little guy. He's got like a nice. hubcap on his head. I like this guy. Uh, nice. And he he fuses with junk synchron to form armory arm which is just like a big fuck it's off just hand. a big it's a big hand big spiky big. hand mm-hmm. and then like oh. he he eventually somehow special summons junk warrior again and junk warrior puts the big hand on him um, yes he's equipped with armory arm and he he does power gear fist and the armory arm makes it the fucking Tankyo burning finger at him like it does almost like the exact same animation of like shining finger like where it the the light kind of bursts out the tip and goes down the hand and it's in gold fire it's uh it's really cool and like he, he he grabs and fucking destroys um the dark gear warrior and then like you know, it's revealed, oh, the effect also deals the attack of your destroyed monster back to you. Mm-hmm. So the hand fucking Suleta slaps uh, Bomber into the <laughs> ground and he loses. He does, yeah, he does the Sekia Tenkyo burning finger like Domo did to Master Asia and it's, fucking it's, kills it's him. It's just a big spicy hand. A big spicy hand. Um, and a, as everybody's lying dead, mostly Griger is lying dead in the rubble, um, uh-huh. Dexter notices, hey, what? His, his, there's still spikes on his wheels. What's going on with that? Yeah. 
We'll find out. That's a special tool that will help us later. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Greiger gets the mic. Mm-hmm. And uh, everybody immediately goes, no, no, who let him cook? Get him off the mic. <laughs> Stop it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Bro's on nothing. Except for Goodwin, who uh, is like, no, no, let him cook. Well, let him go. He thinks it's fine. Yeah, he's fine. He's like, yeah, nope. Nobody's going to believe him. This is all. Nobody's going to believe him. He sounds like a fucking crank. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he knows what's up now, Greiger. He says Goodwin was never going to fulfill his side of the deal. And the reason is because uh, the whole village is fucking dead. It's, it's like a smoking hole in the ground. Uh, he was using uh-huh. that village as like an experiment to try and summon the Crimson Dragon. He it got it went out of control, and uh, yeah, I mean you see it. Like I said, it's it's literally like a big ass hole in the ground. There's nothing there. Yeah, yeah. There's no village got. here. It's just a hole. What are you talking it's about, Gregor? And and yeah, everyone's dead and gone from it. And Bomber tells Yusei and Jack, "Don't trust Godwin." And he gets on his bike and does the mm-hmm. coolest thing I've seen in uh-huh. my entire life. The most direct action possible. So the way that the, uh, the fucking track is formed is that it's it, it kind of curls in on itself, right? It goes uh-huh. the, yeah. the bank goes up so high that it's kind of like a big partial donut around the top. Mm-hmm. So the way that he has to ramp his bike is to go like on the opposite side of the track and ramp it like backwards towards the tower. Um mm-hmm. So yeah, he activates the rocket boosters on his big ass dual runner to to try and just kill Godwin. Goodwin. For whatever reason does not want this to happen. Uh so he does and it he's himself. Fucking, yeah. Uh I, I wanna say what, what Gregor is saying. Like he's fucking screaming at this point. He's saying, Now that the world knows what you did, it's time for you to pay for my friends, my family, my home. Your ivory tower is about to come tumbling down, Goodwin. Um and that's when he ramps his dual runner up. Yusei does the same to intercept him, and they both just fall. But, but what happens? Well, what happens is one of the kneecappers breaks off of the bike, uh, goes through the window into so the up. into the GM skybox, where, uh, where, where, uh, where Godwin. And uh, Jack and uh, even the little clown baby are, uh, and uh, Godwin handles this by grabbing the spinning spike directly as it just uh, drills against his hand with effortlessly, just effortlessly. Like he doesn't flinch. Like, He's just standing like, stock the, right where he was. It's the and coolest just fucking it. thing I've seen in my entire life. He's the full metal alchemist. His fucking <laughs> his auto mail hand. What yeah. the fuck? Lazar is fucking making the one of the Lazar best faces I've ever seen. Lazar is himself on the floor. He's so silly. He has become a human skeleton. Uh, <laughs> he looks like a fucking stress doll you squeeze and the eyes popped out of. Uh huh. And Godwin has. <laughs> when do you nut? But she keeps sucking. <laughs> when do you nut? But she keeps sucking. And Godwin has just gripped onto this and. Eventually, it like slows down and comes to a stop, and He's we see his glove grip. get torn off. He's got a fucking <laughs> cyber hand. What the fuck? This show's so good. He planned. He he had this plan from the start. 
Like, if he was able to catch this fucking spinning hubcap and drill it to a stop without hurting it, like, he would have been fine if fucking Bomber hit him with a bike. Yeah, no, he wasn't... He he was not, like, about to evacuate the room when Greiger was going to ramp his motorcycle. He was like, okay. Yeah, sure, fine. Try it. See what happens. Yeah. Let's fuck around and find out. Let's party, buddy. And, like, you know, he's we, we see back on the uh, ground, uh, Yusei stopping and Dahmer's so pissed. And Yusei's like, if you're trying to settle things by force, you're no better than him. <laughs> wrong. Extremely loud and correct it's buzzer, wrong. Yusei. <laughs> he fucked it up. But, yeah, the, the episode ends as Bomber, like, screams to the sky as Godwin just drops his bike to the ground. And we see, like, the dramatic, mm-hmm. his metal hand from, like, the torn up white glove he's wearing. Yeah. Fuck, he's so cool. <laughs> Such Damn. a it is some wild shit. Guess I was wrong uh, about you, Goodwin. You good. are cool. Fuck. Yeah, got yeah. If the show's trying to like make me not like the e- clearly evil character, it's not doing a very good job. Hmm. Hmm. That's our episode. That's our. That's our. Do we have like a segment before we go into questions? Uh, we do. Well, we- segment. Um, actually, you know, why don't I? Real quick, uh, pull up some references, and let's do a Beyond Tune World. You're going to love this. Trust me. Beyond Tune This week on Beyond Tune World, we are talking about the voice of Goodwin slash Godwin, Shinya Kote. Uh, Fuck yeah. Uh, born in 1973, Kanagawa Prefecture. Uh, he has done acting, voice acting, writing, directing. Uh, he has been... Uh, he's been in a couple different roles. Uh, as I look through his roles, I notice uh, most of his stuff is in film and television. Uh, he would... Uh, I don't think a lot of these are going to be immediately recognizable to our Western audience, but uh, there was Common Rider X Aid. Uh, Who is he in Common Rider X Aid? He is uh, Ren. He is Rem Amagasaki or Lovely Kabugster, uh, or both. It's a fucking badass name. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna change my last name to Bugster. I'm guessing by this role, he's probably just like a one-off episode. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, he's probably but, uh, just a villain in an episode. Yeah, yeah. I mm, maybe I should have looked for someone who has more roles. Uh oh, huh, he was uh he performed in the Panasonic uh Globe Theater for uh, uh Venici de Oborete. Uh there's a lot of This st- done a lot. Yeah, he's done a lot of stage acting. That's yeah, really impressive. Yeah, uh he was uh he was in a Black Butler musical. Uh he was oh, in Okay. Peter Pan. He was in a Broadway oh. musical for Peter Pan from 2012 to 2013. Uh, I wonder if he was. I wonder if he was Peter himself. Maybe he was Smee. Uh, mm, maybe he was Smee. Captain. It, it, yeah, it doesn't doesn't really say uh, his role on what I've dug up here, but uh, still, food for thought. Uh, he was in. He was also in a. Jewel Pet, uh, he was in The Great Pretender. The more I look at it, the more I realize I probably should have uh, done some research beforehand, but 
Oh, well. <laughs> You'll take what you get, listener. You'll take what you get. You'll drink that you slop, questions, you pig. Uh, it's time it. for our questions, our mailbag. If you want to ask us questions, you can follow us on Twitter or Tumblr or co-host, or you can go to our Discord, Online. First question is from number one Akiza Stan. It is... If all of the hosts were to combine into a big mech that spells something out with a few letters each, what's the word slash phrase, and who gets what letters? Alright, so is it going to be just the three of us, or all six? All six, I think. Alright. two cards. I was thinking that. Yeah, if you if you do two letters of each, D-R-A-W-T-W-O-C-A-R-P-S. And I get A-W-R, because I'm so cute. Oh, I want I want DS because the Nintendo 3DS is the greatest video game console ever made. Wow. That's true. And what do you uh, get, Dan? I'm going to go with uh, OC to represent my many OCs that I love. Ah, fuck yeah! Damn, uh-huh. we can get a meaningful DR is when you're a doctor. Mm-hmm. TW is short for that field when and. Uh-huh. AR is for augmented reality because you got the fucking cool glasses. Right. That's it. That's yeah. all sex. Uh, did it. Yeah. I, yeah, just uh, uh, hosts, uh, if you ever listen to this episode and you, uh, Sarah, Audrey, Elliot, if any of you want to chime in uh, on what letters you want, just. Too bad. You should have been on the episode. Next question I from Kirby. You, if you bring it up again, I will have forgotten. <laughs> That's Next true. question from Kirby the Cleric. What was your first bicycle like? If you've never driven a bike, that's not what you say for bikes. The next closest approximation to a bike will work too. I don't know. It's just like it's, a normal, it's, normal like kid the, ter- bike. the term is captain a bike. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, Common pilot pilot a bike. Uh, my I don't know. It's probably just like a normal like kids bike. I think it might have had like pegs on it, but that's about it. I never had a bike with pegs. I had a couple of. Oh, I didn't know how to use bike. them, but my bike had. No. Them. Oh yeah. No, I was never. I'm not fucking Matt Hoffman or a second <laughs> BMX person. Mm-hmm. Tony Hawk, but on a bicycle. I <laughs> uh, I don't remember what my first bike looked like. I just know that I never got off of training wheels and never uh, mm. drove a bike again because I was so scared. Please experience the bike. That's the term. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Next question from Hornmeister: What's your favorite game on the Switch, including hosts who don't own one? I think we all own a Switch here. I think we all own a Nintendo Switch. We we kind of do. Um, I think even the ones that aren't on all own Switches. Um, yeah, we all have favorites. It's probably Breath of the Wild. That's probably the one I've played the most. Uh, Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Oh, that one's good. It's got to be Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition. Yeah. Yeah, we yeah. My friend Shulk is there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really feeling it. Next one from Keith or Teradine. What definitely street legal accessories would you have on your bike slash ride? Hmm. Anti air missiles. I feel like Yeah, I was gonna say I feel like a nitrous tank is is, is not le- not not illegal, but like legal ne- legally necessary to have to have. Underglow. Uh fuck. Uh dark uh a very nice shade of uh Purple, maybe. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, baby on board sticker. All right, all right. But 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 it like pops a fucking like one hundred attack, one hundred defense, baby token on my field. Hell yeah! I, all right. Yeah. 
uh, there's going to be a bumper sticker that says "Honk if you're horny," and right next to it, uh, a picture of a uh, Bowser. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> picture of Jinzo for me, thanks. Yeah. Next question from Mashina. Do you think Yusei was in the wrong for what he did at the end of episode 21, preventing the death of the capitalist overlord through incredible bike violence? I think no harm, no foul, because, again, like, God would have been fine. I think, if anything, he saved Bomber's life. Yeah, I think he saved Greiger's life there. He would have been fucking dead if he had crashed through that window. Yeah, You can't kill a Terminator. Goodwin would have punched his head off of his body. He would have definitely, like, destroyed him. He just sticks his arm out and hits him with a, a lariat, and he's done. Done. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he does. It. Uh, Goodwin's not moving one step from that spot. No, yeah, yeah he he's toast. He does mm. the electric wind god fist on him. Uh, <laughs> another question. If someone was to have a funny metal hand, what reason would you guess they have it, or what reason would you hope they have it? Hmm. I, I mean... I don't think that's my business. It's not my business, but if I had to guess, I'd like to imagine that they gave up their hand in order to bind their brother's soul to a mm-hmm. Funko Pop. Okay. Nice. Uh, lost it trying to get a bag of chips that was stuck in the vending machine. Aww. Oh, Tragic. that's sad. Next question from Danny Weed Eyes Dragon. How would you go about making the coolest tricycle? Uh, I would give it four wheels in the back. I'd put a cow skull in the front and rocket boosters as well. I think that I would, would be give it cool. the, the the just a regular pair of wheels in the back, but three wide wheels up front. Oh, okay. All right. My traction's off the fucking charts. I mean, it's I, it's going to be, uh, it's gonna have big handlebars. It's gonna have. I'm gonna put uh, like uh, I'm gonna put some baseball cards in the spokes. Uh, I'm gonna, oh fuck I'm, yeah, dude! I'm gonna paint a. Uh, uh, a big flaming halo skull on on part of it, and uh, I'll put a little flag on it, and on the flag will be uh, a uh, bisexual pride flag. Very nice. Fuck yeah, that's all of our questions. Unless, do we have any on Tumblr? Uh, I don't know. I don't think Did so. we even make a Tumblr post? There, we've got. Or I guess people just yeah. ask them sometimes. I'm I not... think all the stuff that's we're like in our notifications in Tumblr we've answered before. Uh, I don't check the Tumblr. Yeah, I'm on Tumblr. I'm, I'm on the Tumblr. Now. I I don't think we've gotten any questions on the no. Tumblr. All right, uh, cool. Well, that's all of our questions for the week. Uh, we've been Pot of Greed. You can find us on Twitter at Pot of Greed Cast. We are on Tumblr at Pot of Greed We are on co-host at co-host.com. Com? Yeah, pot of slash pot of green yeah that one um and you can join our discord at kaiba.online uh you can you also find us on patreon discord. that's patreon.com slash pot of greed where if you give us one dollar a month you get all of our bonus content if you give us five dollars a month you get that and you get a shout out at the end of the episode like the following people colton crow emery joel thomas morgue haunting the morgue riley hopkins and shadow sandbag uh and if you give us ten dollars a month you get all that shit and you get a physical ass box of goodies at the uh, once a year. We still need to do the one from last year. I um, got married. We you were did caught get up in it. We were caught up in it. Uh, and also, you get shouted out in the middle of the episode instead of the end. Sorry, yeah. left that one out. And also, five dollars and up, you, you can listen in on recordings. Also, that. Uh, and that's been us. I've been me, Argyle. You can find me on Twitter at argyle underscore funk. 
And you can also listen to my Yakuza podcast. It's called Kamarocho Radio. We're going to release a new episode eventually. Uh, Popcorn Max. Hi, I'm Max. I'm on Twitter and Tumblr at MaxiBajilli, and you can listen to my other shows. One is Wow Korobot, which is a show about Gundam. It's April, and as of recording today on April 7th, G-Witch is back on April 9th. Uh, we probably won't have an episode until the week later, so we have two episodes I want to talk about. Um, I'm excited for more of Suleta's antics, even though I don't like the new Gundam as much as the first one. Uh, oh, what? Did they replace the aerial? Fuck. It's yeah, it's the aerial rebuild, and it looks worse because the blue. It's it's. I'll show you. It's bad. It's not as good. It's fine. I'll watch um, the show eventually. You gotta. Um, this other one, Slappers Only, the Video Game Music Showdown podcast. We're getting back into it. We should uh, probably we should be able to get an episode out this month. It'll be about Final Fantasy XIV: A Realm Reborn. That's Yay. the one I played. Um, y'all know it. Y'all love it. It's the, mm-hmm. the funny meme game. Um, and that's me, Popcorn Dan. Uh, I'm Dan. You can find me at a lot of places. You can find all those places at biggerchallenge.card.co. Uh, that includes my other podcasts like The Sonic Shuffle. It's a Sonic podcast. Uh, I'm working through that backlog, but uh, uh, I've got uh, I've got two episodes in the pipe. Uh, Ooh. Uh, you can listen to... Video games, the movie, the podcast, a video game movie review podcast. Uh, I believe, uh, well, our most recent episode is our April Fool's episode where we talked about Goldeneye. Uh, Our our next episode is probably going to be on the Angry Birds movie, if I have it right. Uh, Oh, bummer. I heard that one wasn't that good. uh Uh-huh. Maybe someday we'll get to talk about the Mario movie. When it is uh, available, quotation marks, or mm. streaming, quotation marks. Let's go. Uh, Mamma mia. Uh, you can... I'm seeing that movie tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, Twitter, Tumblr, Bigger Challenge, co-host, Art Tumblr, at Xbox underscore holiday, where Azure celebrates holidays with Xbox. Happy Easter, Xbox. Uh, Happy Easter, Xbox. For affinity, if you want to. And that's it. That's it. That's it. And that's, that's it for us. us. We already shout out all of our socials. It's time to go. I, oh, also, noisepace.xyz. Uh, that's it. I, I set myself yeah, face down and I deploy my spike weapons in, in my podcast. I set myself face down and get fucking shredded into a trillion pieces by a low-flying plane's propeller. <laughs> I set myself face down and effortlessly block uh, a... A spinning spike headed directly at me. Oh, that's fucking badass. See you next race. Yeah.